Welcome to the Hard Fat Truth. This is a podcast about weight loss and building a community around weight loss. Whether you want to lose weight or whether you've already lost weight and want to help others, we're going to take this journey together and this project together. I'm the host of the show, Chris Bell. Let's get the show started. Welcome to the next episode of the Hard Fat Truth. Thanks for tuning in. If you just started listening to us and just found us, that's great. I appreciate it. We're available on multiple platforms. You can find us on iTunes, Podcoin, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Anchor FM, Podbean, Spotify. It's great that we're on so many platforms. If you've been tuning in for a long time and you're a long time listener, hey, we greatly appreciate you. It's what helps us grow and what helps us gain new listeners are those of you who have been with us for some time that share this episode. So I appreciate you doing that. And that's my call out for you right now to request is even if you're new or if you've been listening for some time, please give us a share. Take a look. You can find us on Instagram at Hard Fat Truth, and you can also find me on Facebook at the Hard Fat Truth. With that said, I want to get into a quick topic, and that is your responsibility to yourself with eating. And why am I having this topic? Well, because I've personally struggled for the last three weeks. And what I want to talk about is eating in a family dynamic or eating healthy while others around you are not and what can take place. So first off, let's get it right off the table. And that is the fact that if you're trying to become a healthier, better person, then your eating is your responsibility. It's not anybody else's. You don't get to blame anybody else. You don't get to fall down and complain about the fact that everybody else in your house is not eating the way you are. And that's really easy to do. Or it's really easy to watch people around you not eat as well as you are and taking their health as serious as you are and blame them for your mistakes. So let me tell you how that looks for me lately. That looks for me lately that there seems to be a bit more junk food in our house than there was in the past. And that may or may not be a true statement. It may be just more visible to me in my brain right now for whatever reason that I can't explain these last three weeks. And I've found myself eating more crap. I found myself eating cookies. I found myself eating chips. I found myself eating junk. Just plain junk. That's all there is to it. Ice cream, you name it. Everything I shouldn't be eating. Now, that stuff may have been present in the past and I just didn't notice it because I was pretty focused on what I should be doing. And maybe there is more. I don't know. I wanted to be frustrated. Last week, I was frustrated that there was so much of this junk in the house. I didn't have a conversation with anybody about it. So that makes it my own fault or my own problem to deal with. Not really a fault, but a problem. My own struggle. We talked about that recently. If you go back and listen to different podcasts, we talked about failing versus struggling and understanding and reframing that. And that, that is pretty important. So this is my struggle. I can do a couple of things around that. So today, I want to talk about five tips for eating healthy family meals and moving things forward. But I want to talk a bit more about how you prep that. You have to have a conversation with the people in your house if you're trying to eat a little healthier. You have to have conversations with those people and make them aware of what you're trying to do and the expectations. You also need to make sure that you don't impose your own thoughts 
and process of what you're doing on anybody else in the house. If my kid wants to have a cookie, that's not my duty to not have any cookies or anything in the house because I can't control my own eating and I'm imposing that on my child. Now, that also means I don't allow my kid to sit down and eat 10 cookies. They want to have one, they can have one. That's great. Some treats are good at sometimes. And we need to be cognizant of that for ourselves as well. But the big thing is having that conversation with your spouse or the adult in the house, maybe even having it with your children, depending on their age, and understanding that food is important to understand as a fuel and for our health, and that it is okay to do stuff. Our kids do eat snacks, and I'm pretty pleased to say that they put them in a bowl. We don't even have to ask. They get a handful of chips, they put them in a bowl, and they go and they sit down and they have them, and that's their snack. Now, maybe I should take a lesson from them as opposed to opening up a bag of chips and eating half of them before going, oh crap. So that's how my last few weeks have gone. So how do we do this? I want to give you five tips. The first one is meal prep. You need to prep meals in order to be successful. And you can make it a family activity. Kids love to learn. They want to learn about fruits. They want to learn about vegetables. They want to learn about these different things. They want to learn anything about food that doesn't look like a slice of pizza to them. Meal planning and prep can be brought in. So you can pick kids to have these couple of pieces, uh, separate things for them. Or you can get them to pick a meal for the week. That's an option, right? We're just talking about food and educating them on food. We don't have to be on the other thing. So the next step I want to give you is avoiding what I would call the H word. If we focus on continuing to call it healthy, then I think kids and some family members and some people run away from that immediately. So watch using the H word, watch talk about, watch talking about the fact that it's healthy. You need to make a healthy choice. Let's make healthy this. Let's make healthy that. It's just meal prep. That's all. That's all there is to it. It can scare people away. So describe what the dinner is tonight. Why a delicious chicken stir fry tastes yummy. As opposed to, and all the flavors that you can add to it and change in it. As opposed to you're doing this because it's healthy. That's all there is. So not a big deal, right? Avoid the healthy word and focus on the flavors and the complexity and why you're doing these different things. The third tip I want to give you is to go slow. Most of us are pretty good or guilty, however you want to look at it, of just, bam, making a change. I've had enough. Let's make a change. But then you, what you generate out of this is very high expectations, immediate expectations, and you'll burn everybody out, not just yourself, but everybody else. So make a simple change, one simple change a week. So that could look like Instead of having your kid eat cereal every single morning, which is high in sugar, give them a lower sugar option like a Greek yogurt. And you don't have to necessarily make that five days a week. Wednesday's Greek yogurt day. Pull that sugary cereal away and give them that option. And there is no option for cereal that day. You ran out of milk. So here's what you have today. So... Ah, there I am saying the word so. My wife picked me out on this. I say the word so quite often. So I apologize to all of my listeners. Now you're going to understand. You either have picked up on that and it annoys you already, or I just helped you learn how to be annoyed by me. Take that one meal, replace it. That's all. 
create a slow process of change, not just for them, but for yourself. Otherwise, you're going to feel like you're fighting a battle, a battle with yourself, and a battle with everybody else, and it'll feel like a failure instead of a struggle. Remember, we talked about that. Go back and listen to the last podcast. Struggling is okay. Failure is what stops us. So (laughs) the other thing you want to do is recruit some new crew members. If your partner or your family are not joining you on this, come on to the Hard Fat Truth on Facebook. Follow on Instagram. Find some other people out there that are already doing these changes and start to bounce ideas off of them. It's a huge community. Again, further back, we talk about generating social capital in our podcast. If you can't get that support that you're looking for in your own house or in your own community right around you, generate some social capital. Reach out to other people that are doing this. There are plenty of people that I find on Instagram, on Facebook, Facebook communities for losing weight and being healthy. But just remember, it is a social network platform. And you're often going to immediately find that person who's lost 100 pounds. You're going to find that person who says that they're successful and come on board and do what they're doing. I encourage you to find the real people that are struggling out there. People who listen to this podcast. People who are actively trying to lose 100 pounds but are 3 or 4 pounds into it. Or people that are actively trying to lose 30 pounds and are 3 or 4 pounds into it. And fighting that struggle every single day. So that's it. Recruit a crew for yourself. That crew creates accountability. Again, go back. There's podcasts that we have on social media, podcasts that we have on social capital, and podcasts that we have on accountability. So for me, what that's going to look like is I can recruit my crew within my house. Uh, I'm lucky enough that I complained about it to my wife rather than had an open conversation, but told her I need to rein things back in. So what I'll do is I'll get back to my non-negotiables. I need to not eat any junk food Monday through Friday at all. Not an ounce of it. Go back to a very high protein-based diet and keep the carbohydrates down for me. I've been getting up and having a muffin and having bagels and just eating complete crap for three weeks. And that's, I have to be honest. I've stepped on the scale. It shows. My pants, it shows. Some people tell me they can't see the difference. Well, guess what? I can see it and I can feel it. So I'm going to recruit my family And I'm going to recruit some of you and people that I've done some work with out there in the past. And I need other people to help hold me accountable. We'll come up with some form of negative reinforcement that I'll have to do if I don't complete that task. But that's okay. So for you, figure out what that looks like. And the fifth and biggest thing is don't give up. Don't give up when you're struggling. Not every meal you have is going to be perfect. Your kids or your family might tell you that the bread that they want to eat is way more tasty than the crappy chicken stir fry you're shoving down their throat. Don't shove it down their throat. You might want to whip up some new local recipe and it turns out that you get it together and it's a pile of crap. That's okay. Have a chuckle about it with the family. Explain to them that struggling is okay. Explain to your kids in that that sometimes you make meals that just aren't going to be tasty. But you have to learn from it. You have to try these different things in order to have some success. The biggest thing you want to think about, especially if you have kids, is if they eat more nutritious diets and they have a healthier weight, you know, it doesn't have to be every single meal, but you want them to have a better lifestyle moving forward the rest of their life. 
You want them to be able to eat a little cleaner than what some of us grew up eating. You want them to not utilize treats and candy and junk as a means to deal with some of their emotional issues. And I'm not saying every one of you has that out there. I'm not saying your kids are like that. I'm speaking for myself. And for myself, food has treated emotional issues for me. And that's a reality. And it's one that I accept. And it's one that I'm willing to talk about. And it's one that I'm willing to be vulnerable about and tell you that I have some problems once in a while that we all do. I don't think it's anything abnormal, but I feed it with crap food. Now, I can't say that I've had a lot of emotional problems for the last three weeks. I really don't understand why I'm eating like crap the last three weeks. I can't put my finger on it, and I'm not sure why. Part of it could be the injury and not working out as much as I want. Part of it could be uh, frustration at the bad weather. I, I don't know. I don't necessarily need to have that answer. I'm okay with myself and the fact that I don't need to have that answer or that solution to the problem, but I know I have a problem lately and I need to put my finger on it in the sense of I need to control it and get it back under control. So that's it. Those are my five quick tips. I don't have a lot of other information other than that. Introduce things, things slowly and be accountable for yourself. If the rest of your family does not want to do what you're doing, you can ask them to put things in a higher cupboard. You can ask them to put things in a different place for you. You cannot remove the things from them that they're going to enjoy because it may be your battle. Not it may be. It is your battle, not theirs. Eventually, they may come on board with it, and that's their choice, not yours. But you can ask for some help along that way, and it's okay to do that. So ask for some help. You could ask for some help by reducing the amount of junk that comes into the house. But if you're getting a pushback on that, then ask for a relocation of it where the other people in the house know where it is, but you don't. Ask for them to create non-negotiables with you. For me, my non-negotiables are going to be no more junk food, no more pop, and no alcoholic beverages for the week. It worked for me in the past. It will work for me in the future. I know that. It's summertime. It makes it harder because, man, I'll tell you, I want to go out and fire up the barbecue, put a steak on it, and open a beer. Really bad. And I guess I'm going to have to save steak and beer for Saturdays and Sundays. That's okay. I'll choose to do that. This is your journey. You make your choices. Do not impose them on others. That's what I have for you. Just a quick podcast to get it back out again and get it going. Uh, I've ordered another couple of components for my H4N recorder. And I hope, hope, hope I have finally, with this new piece of equipment that's coming, solved my problem of being able to do interviews with my recorder. I got a couple of great people that are potentially lined up for interview. Um, one of the ones that I think inspires me the most is a gentleman I started following on Instagram. And I say follow him now. So just get the information, follow him. You can look him up at Gourmet Goes Keto. This gentleman has lost over 200 pounds. Uh, it's inspiring to see the change he's gone through. And the fact that he has no problem spending two seconds to engage me when we have a couple of quick little things back and forth. And he's sharing a better story in some senses on Instagram than I am. I get to see a lot more pictures of the things he's doing because it's very specific to just his diet. My Instagram account is a little more broad at the hard fat truth of what I'm going through. So I appreciate his input. I appreciate seeing what he does on Instagram. And I appreciate the story he's sharing. And it's very inspiring. So find him on Instagram. I'm going to get him on the podcast in the near future. We've talked about it. 
I've just got to work through my technical difficulties that I've set aside for several months because I didn't want to invest more money. And I'm doing that. I've got a little bit of money and I put it aside slowly over the last couple of weeks. And I've bought an iRig 2 that will hook into my phone and my recorder and hopefully for once solve my issue and allow me to record phone interviews. Once that's solved, man, we're going to pick it up here at The Hard Fat Truth. And we're going to get more people on interviewed and we're going to get to talk to people who are living these real stories and not just my own story. So thanks for tuning in. This is my call to action. Please share this podcast with other people. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. I'm definitely more active on Instagram lately. Uh, and just share the podcast. Get it out there. And if you really want to collect some stuff, take a look at PodCoin. Because now that we're available on PodCoin, you can actually listen to the hard fat truth on PodCoin and earn things. So you can earn rewards cards. You can earn money. You can get paid to listen to me. And that's pretty awesome. So check that out. And we'll catch you on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in.